The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. He just sat down by a tree, and then it dawned on him a memory of himself as a little boy. And 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 something bloomed in him, something just by relaxing and just being himself, just coming home to himself, remembering himself as, as he was as a child. Just some ease, some some contentment, some feeling of well-being came over him. I remember when I was a little boy sitting on a curb with my friend Jimmy Slade. And there was nothing wrong. Everything was okay. Just, I mean, I didn't think that at the time, but it was just okay just sitting there on that curb, not doing anything. And then of course the Buddha went off and, uh, and sat under the Bodhi tree and uh, and all kinds of difficulties started coming at him, like they come at us. Um, legions of afflictions started just flooding him from from this uh, from Mara, but they didn't capture him because he just sat there in his seat of well-being, of ease. And um, so after he had this enlightenment experience, he he didn't want to teach. He said, nobody's going to understand this. It's just too simple. Um, nobody's going to get this. It's too profound. It's, I'm just going to sit here because I'll, if I start teaching this, people are going to say, you know, they wouldn't, they won't get it. They won't believe it. They won't get it. So I'm just going to stay here and just enjoy my enlightenment. And then uh, this great God, Brahma, came to him and begged him, please, please get up and teach. There are some like us with a little dust in their eyes. They'll be able to hear you. They'll be able to benefit from you. Please, please get up and teach. So he got up and he, he walked and he walked and he walked. I forget for how long it took him, maybe a couple of weeks, and he got to Dharma to uh, Bodh Gaya, and he gave his first teaching. Before he gave what is thought of as his first teaching, the first turning of the wheel, the Four Noble Truths, he taught refuge. It was the first, this is the first teaching of the Buddha. And here's how it happened. Um, the his spiritual friends who had been with him for a number of years during his pursuits 
had rejected him because he'd given up asceticism, he'd given up contemplations, he'd given up study, and they just thought he's not practicing anymore and they wouldn't have anything to do with him. So as he approached, he can't, he thought, these are the people who might understand. If anybody would understand, they will. So as he approached them, um, they kind of looked away, but then they began to look at him and they saw, they saw something amazing. They saw this radiant being, this holy being, this sick, obviously such a sacred person approaching them. And they went down to the ground, bowing, full prostration. They gave himself to him. They took refuge in him, in the Buddha. That was the Buddha's first teaching. They took refuge in him and then he taught the Four Noble Truths. So this idea of refuge, refuge in yourself, refuge in your own, with no effort at all, just being, your own well-being, your goodness, your safety, your ease, your at, your at homeness is within, within you. That's what happened to the Buddha, and that's what can ha that's what happens to us in meditation. We get some taste of that. So this may seem obvious, but in a way, it's not obvious at all. It's not obvious to me at all that what is out there is not a stable, enduring refuge. Um, the world, what the world offers can be kind of nice sometimes and be kind of not nice sometimes. The praise of the world, recognition of the world, achievements in the world, material things in the world, all the things of the world that we, that we uh, turn toward for well-being and happiness are impermanent. They change. They come and go. They're not stable. They're not enduring. But we keep going to them. When we have within everything that we could ever want. Anything that we could possibly want from something out there is already in here. We're already rich. We're already wealthy. We're already perfect. We already have Buddha nature. We're already Buddha. So that's this teaching of refuge, the, ref the refuge within, the Buddha within. And the Dharma is the second refuge, and it teaches us this. And Sangha, we're with each other in this kind, 
field of awareness, of knowing. And we feel at home here. I hope you feel at home here. So let's practice a little bit, and then we can go into small groups and discuss these things. So if you could take a meditative posture. And sit with a pretty straight back. But most importantly, be comfortable and relaxed. Relax into your body. There's a, an analogy of a bird, a mother bird that flies way, way, way far away from her nest. But she always comes back to the nest. She always comes home. So come home. Relax. And open. Expand. Your soft, open awareness. Spacious. At ease within yourself. And open your heart by some compassionate motivation that goes beyond your own or that extends your self-concern. You want to be happy. You want to be at ease. This is love, love for yourself. Extend that love to everyone here in the meeting today. May everyone here in this meeting today realize their inner goodness, realize their at-homeness, their something inside that's okay. May 
maybe think of a loved one. As if she were sitting right here with you, looking at you and wishing for her too. May you know your inner richness, your inner okayness, your own love. your own knowing mind. And be at ease with that. You have everything, my dear. And then you could make that Compassion, vast if you want. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all beings everywhere knew this about themselves, knew their own inner peace, knew their own at-homeness. What a wonderful world it would be. If all beings can be, and you, and your loved ones, and everyone in this group be relieved of clinging to what's out there for happiness. Be relieved of that. Deceptive impermanent refuge that's out there and find what is enduring, not deceptive, in our own awareness that's never separate from us for one microsecond. It's always here in our love. This impulse to be, we want to be at home, is always here. It's in everything we do. It's in what you did before you came here today. brushing your teeth, making your bed, having coffee, talking to your friend or loved one, all the things that we do, looking for this, coming here today. Looking for well-being is our own love our own compassion. So let's just rest in that.
rest in awareness. If there are thoughts, when you're aware of them, you're already back. So thoughts aren't a problem. We're never going to stop thinking. Just like there are sounds. And there's the breath. And we're aware of the breath and of sounds and of the body. And of smell, if you smell, smell now, you'll smell something. But sensation, smells, taste, touch, thoughts, feelings, come and go, come and go, come and go. But what doesn't come and go is this inner goodness, this love, this kindness, wanting to be free, wanting others to be free, and this bright sun of awareness, this vividness of knowing. Like a thousand suns. Even if you were in a sensory deprivation chamber and it was black, the light would be on. The Buddha found this. Thank you.
we call it peaceful. profound. They call it luminous. Just not in this some bright way, just luminous, just knowing, this knowing quality that we that is who we are. and rest in that. So we may feel disappointed sometimes. We're lonely sometimes. Feel that we are not enough or we don't have enough. And then if we just relax and be, just simply be, maybe some parts of yourself will reveal themselves to you. this inner refuge that is enduring. It is true. We consider something in your life that you out there that you look toward to give you happiness. And reflect. Reflect on the up and down nature of it.
even our relationships, our best, closest relationships. can bring us agony. Can what is that you look toward as something central out there, can it ever give you what you have? already have in here. And just rest in that, rest in what's in here. beneath the surface of the mind, the thoughts. Of not enough. Beneath all that, something that's enduring, that's always here. can always rest in this, come home to this meditation. And we can return to it in small moments, many times, all day long. And be a benefit to everyone. be of true benefit. So you could uh, Continue to be aware you're aware now and of the uh, darkness behind your eyelids, maybe some lights flickering lights behind your eyelids. When you open your eyes, you can be aware of what you see with some warmth, maybe an appreciation of what's here. And looking, you know, at each other too with some 
open heart, letting your goodness spill out to everyone here. And know that theirs is spilling out into you. Isn't that nice? Feeling wrapped in the warmth of this field of simply being with each other, of love and compassion, kindness, the light of awareness, taking refuge in each other and giving refuge, giving safety. Okay, thank you. So, I put a few of these prompts into the chat. I hope you can see them. Um, one thing I didn't mention, but was was a one of the prompts, and I don't know if this is interesting for you or will register with you in any way. Probably will for some of you, but. Imagine meeting someone, some great spiritual master teacher, like the Dalai Lama, or the Buddha. Imagine the Buddha is with you, is in front of you. And, and imagine or, you know, if you've ever met a great spiritual master or not, just imagining one and, and uh, Thich Nhat Hanh or I heard, I heard that uh, Thomas Keating, the great Reverend Keating, I, I heard someone, uh, someone was in a, in a room with him listening to him talk and they couldn't remember a word he said because he was just enveloped in the love of the love of Father Keating. And so imagine, you know, you, you can imagine the Buddha, the, how that would be. And looking into the Buddha's eyes or into Thomas Keating's eyes or into Suzuki Roshi's eyes. Are... And can you see something in their eyes that is in you? It's in you, the same thing. And imagine them looking in your eyes. And of course they would see that. 
So if that's interesting to you, that's something you could talk about or um, this idea of looking outside to something that you consider an outer refuge and, and considering, does it give you something that you don't already have? That what you have is greater and more reliable and more steadfast and true than the, what that gives you. So that's something interesting you might want to contemplate. Or do you think you're lacking something? Are you really lacking something when you really examine, you know, contemplate? Do you think you might really have, already have what you think you're lacking? We have self-doubt, we have loneliness, we have fear, anxiety beneath that. And um, other things I put in the chat. So uh, please, you know, really enjoy your conversation. That's what we're here for, to really enjoy your conversation with each other and talk about your practice, talk what's, about what's important to you and, and uh, what's been benefiting you. If you tell them what's benefiting you, maybe it'll benefit them. That would be a nice a nice gift or whatever you'd like to share. This is for you. So let me try to arrange this. Okay. Okay. All right. Have a nice talk. We'll we'll come back in 25 minutes, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>
um, was has been an important part of um, some physical issues um, and and mental issues that we were able to use our practice as uh, as helpful in in that regard and useful as far as understanding our thoughts and um, feelings and emotions etc and um, and using everything that we learned in in, um, in in our meditation practice. It was very interesting, and we hope we get the same group next time because we have two men who weren't able to <laughs> much. <laughs> we have to give them their own space. So anyways, thank you. You got attached to each other. That's nice. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do that. We will have you in the same group next time. Okay. Okay, Susan, please. Thank you so much for this opportunity to have been together. And if Jim is willing, what he shared just touched me so deeply. Uh And it's like a new goal for me. And rather than explaining it, it had to do with clinging and being at peace about dying. And this point he's reached through his meditation and a retreat he was able to go on for six days. So, Jim, I think it's really significant. And if you're willing to share uh, briefly about what you articulated in the group, I would be so grateful. And I think everyone else would be. Is that okay if he's willing to? Sure. You're on the spot, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I I shared was that uh, I I had an opportunity to study with Gil when he was at the very center for Buddhism studies last year and did a six-day retreat. And the, the net of what he taught was that uh, there was something about the Four Noble Truths that's hidden in plain sight. And what I took away from that is that the uh, Four Noble Truths, of course, there is suffering, there's uh, a cause of suffering, there's an end of suffering, and there's a path to the end of suffering. The Second Noble Truth talks about the cause and and most people feel the cause is clinging and, and being attached to things. And Gil really taught and explained that really that's almost a symptom, a symptom that we suffer from a delusion that there are there is anything permanent to cling to. So there isn't anything permanent. And when you realize that, it really kind of takes away the urge to cling to things. Mm-hmm. And... I've found that in my meditation, I've been able to kind of really contemplate that and think more deeply about it. And I've found a place in my meditation where I feel when I'm actually sitting and meditating that there's a place where I don't have to assert myself at all, and I don't have to defend myself. I'm perfectly safe in that moment when I'm meditating. And uh, in reflecting about Uh, a pretty intense fear that I've had since I was young and realized for the first time that someday I'm going to die. There was a terror associated with that. And recently with my practice, being in that safe place where I don't have to assert myself and I don't have to defend myself, it's come to for me to know that, boy, you know, if when I die, I don't have to assert myself and I don't have to defend myself, maybe it won't be so bad. <laughs> and uh, I've been able to uh, handle that fear of death much more effectively since then. 
Great. Thank you, Jim. Beautiful. Yes, everything's changing. It's all slipping, slipping away. <laughs> Someone else, anyone else? Please, Steve. I, I might have my Trappist monks mixed up, so I'll have to check this after the meeting, but uh, I remember a story about Thomas Keaton shared, and uh, he lived in a Trappist monastery in uh, uh, Bear, Massachusetts. And they were getting fewer and fewer monks. And uh, then he, he he got a new neighbor down the street. They bought some place. And uh, he started getting these hippies knocking on the door, asking where this new place was. And uh, he thought, geez, they must be pretty popular. And uh, he went down there. And it was the first Insight Meditation Center. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he he went he, he went to IMC and then uh, went back and, and said we got to get uh, Catholicism more relevant and he uh, kind of went back and, and redeveloped what's called centering prayer. There's mm -hmm. a big a big movement on that you know yeah. around in certain areas, but uh, I, I find it interesting today. It's kind of full circle that you mentioned Thomas Keating. Yes, and, uh, you know, and he really. He, he really learned a lot from you guys, you know. So thank you. I hope that was all right to share. I hope I'm correct on the right right priest. It was in that same group. Yeah. yeah a lot of those monastics, those Christian monastics, were Buddhists. Yeah. Uh, when I was the, uh, Brother David, uh, who uh, is behind the, the Grateful Living site. Yeah. He, he was. He he stayed at the Zen Center for many months. Okay, well, we have some real treats waiting for you uh, after your break. We have uh, Charu, who's delighted us before with her uh, yoga teachings, yoga, uh, gentle yoga instruction. She, she's an expert. She was a Esalon yoga instructor and had her own practice for many, many years. And, and then our wonderful Heart Fiona will be coming after her and be leading some, and, and we'll go back into groups. She has something planned for groups again. So please take about 10 minutes and, and come back because uh, there is so much coming. Come back at quarter after if you can. Really appreciate it. Okay. That energy of your body, front, back, the sides of your body, the top of your head opens up to the universe just allow it just allow it to open up to the universe energy and as that happens immediately the soles of your feet also opens to the center of the earth and we are connected universe and earth through our physical body so we take a moment in yoga to just allow it this connection, Earth and the universe. Feeling this powerful moment as we are in a group, we are 50 of us in our Sangha, allowed to arrive for our yoga practice. 
hands. Please again, be sensitive to your body, listen to it, and enjoy. Let's bring our eyes open for a moment. And then we're going to bring the chin towards the center of your chest, very gently stretching the back of your neck. So you don't need to go any further than feels comfortable to you. And relax your shoulders, relax your feet, relax your hands. Let's take a few slow breaths here. Breathe into the back of the neck and into your whole body. Slowly inhale. We allow our head to come back to neutral, the chin parallel with the floor. Just slow motion, no hurry, no need to stress. Relax your shoulders, hands, feel the feet on the ground, spread your toes. Next position, very gently again, is to drop your right ear slowly towards your right shoulder. Again, you don't need to go too further, just as comfortable for your body at this moment. Now, as your head drops, your right ear towards your right shoulder, relax your shoulders. Feel that stretch on the left side of your neck, lengthening the spine gently. Feet on the floor. Just another moment. Slowly with your next, next inhale, let's bring the head back to neutral. Slowly feel your whole body. When you exhale next, the left ear is going to go down to the left shoulder. Doesn't matter how far down it goes. Always listen to your body. Stretching the right side of your neck. Now spread your toes. Relax your toes down. Spread your fingers. Relax your fingers, your spine straight. Breathing to the neck. Lots of tensions we hold there. Just another breath there. Next in breath. Slowly we come back up. Neutral with your neck. Close your eyes for a moment and just feel. Feel your body, your breath, the relaxation of your shoulders, the feeling of your feet on the earth, in the universe, showering on us energy, peace, harmony, strength. One last move is the chin is going to point towards the sky. And be very gentle here, not dropping the head too further back, but stretch the front of your neck. Now, when you do that, open the chest. Open the chest. Relax the shoulders and just point the chin up for a moment more. And slowly coming back to neutral. Let yourself feel. The most important thing in yoga is to feel the body, the breath, and enter that, that awareness of yourself in this body. One more thing we're going to do, if you, if you wanted to slide a little bit forward towards the edge of your chair, it can be helpful. 
but not necessarily. So we're going to, again, drop your right ear towards your right shoulder. And then take your left hand and point your left fingers down to the floor. Like stretch your left arm and point to the floor as your right ear drops towards the right shoulder. So we are giving a little stretch, a little more intensely to the left side of your neck. But just enough for you. Feet on the ground. Breathing. Another breath there. Letting go of tensions on the side of your neck. And then slowly inhale. Always work with your breathing. Inhale. Now exhale, relax, pause, feel spine, neck. Inhale again. Just feel this slow breath coming in. When you exhale, left ear down, left shoulder. Don't rush into anything. Just go as far as it feels comfortable. And then we straight the right arm out to the right. And then point your right fingers down, intensifying a little bit more the neck. Stretch. Point your fingers down. Let go. Breathe into that strengthening of the arm pulling down in the neck, lengthening. Just another breath there. Very nice, everyone. Slowly inhale. We come back. Come back. Close your eyes for a moment. Feel your body. What a miracle these bodies are. Feel this moment in our Sangha, in our group. The delightfulness of being together in practice. Allow your eyes to open. I'm going to show you just the first thing. I am on the edge of my sit. And my knees are right on top of my ankles. And this is called the cat. The cat stretch goes like this. I inhale, I lift my chin up, and I drop my shoulders back, opening my chest. And my hands come towards my hips. I exhale, I'm going to roll my belly in, and I'm going to tuck my chin towards my chest as my hands go towards my knees. So I'm rounding. When I inhale, just one more demonstration, when I inhale, I bring my hands down, my shoulders back, my chin up, and my chest is open. When I exhale, I do the opposite. I slide my hands forward, I roll my belly in, and I tuck my chin under, so I'm rounding my back. Okay? So, very simple. Let's start in slow, slow spine straight. When you inhale, let's go together. Inhale. Begin to slide your hands towards your hips, chin up, open the chest, shoulders back. So the shoulder blades are squeezing behind you. Now as we exhale, I roll my belly button in towards my spine. I slide my hands towards my knees, chin towards the throat, and I round my back. Shoulder blades away from each other. Inhale, we're going to slide the hands towards the hips. Shoulders back, chin up, shoulder blades towards each other, heart up. Exhale, hands towards the knees, I round my back, I pull the belly in and I shoulders come forward, hands towards the knees. Another time, inhale, sliding your hands towards your hips, shoulders back, chest is open, offer your heart. Exhale. 
exhale, I bring my shoulders forward, my belly back, my hands towards my knees, and I round my back. Feet on the ground. Last round. I inhale, slide my hands towards my hips, shoulders back, heart up, chin up. Exhale, we do the opposite. We round the back. We move the shoulders forward, and then the hands go towards the knees. I round my belly towards my spine. And now inhale, neutral. Come straight up, straight up, relax. Close your eyes. Feel your body, feel your breath. Relax the face. Relax your jaw. Relax everything. Very beautiful, everybody. Okay, opening the eyes. We're going to take our arms parallel with the floor. Fingers pointing to the ceiling, and we press the hands forward, the heels of the hands forward. Spread your fingers wide, shoulders down. Exhale, fingers together, and point the fingers down. So we're going to just do a few times this movement. Inhale. Slowly bring your fingers up towards the ceiling. Arms straight, shoulders down. Spread your fingers as you point up. And then exhale. We point the fingers down. Fingers come together and slowly, slowly, slowly point your fingers down. Shoulders down. Last time. Inhale, fingers pointing up slowly, don't rush, look at your hands, spread your fingers wide as it, the fingers point up. Exhale, we're going to point the fingers down, fingers come together, shoulders relaxed, and then slowly, palms facing down, relax, hands down to your thighs. Close your eyes. Feel this moment. Feel your heart beating. You as energy in this body, physical body. Relax your jaw, your face. Appreciating what you can do right now. Okay. So now the few things. We're going to move our buttocks back a little bit towards the the back of your seat. So, if you have or if you don't have, that's okay. We can, we're going to take the right hand, if you have the, uh, the, uh, the chair arm, is if you have an arm on your chair, you can hold your right hand to the left side of your chair, and then your left hand to the left side of your chair. Or, you can place on top of your left thigh. And we're going to turn and look to the left. So, first, Inhale, spine straight. Exhale, look back as you twist. Your feet is on the ground, your buttocks is on the ground. Next in breath, release the twist. Out breath, face forward. Inhale. Exhale, left hand, right thigh, or the chair, right hand, to the right thigh, and then you begin slowly looking back. It doesn't matter how far back. Just as comfortable it is for your body today. 
shoulders down. We inhale, we lengthen the spine. We exhale, we turn and look back gently. This is a massage on your spine. Inhale, release the twist, come back to center. Exhale, soften your belly, face, jaw. Let's do one more time. Inhale, lengthen the spine. Exhale to the left, holding on a chair or on your thigh, and then feet on the ground, buttocks on the chair, return. Look back, feel the shoulders releasing. There is also a movement on your neck as you look back, lengthening the breath. And slowly release, inhale, release the, the twist. Exhale to the center. Pause. We're going to do one more. Inhale, lengthen the spine. Exhale, twisting to the right. Looking back. Feel the whole body at once. Just breathe, twist. And release. Inhale to the center. Exhale. Pause. Last time to the left. Inhale, lengthen the spine. Feel, prepare. Exhale. To the left, holding on the chair or on your thigh with twist. Very nice, everybody. Just a second more. And inhale, we release. Allow your eyes to close. Feel the body. Feel the breath. Appreciation to this very body of ours. Appreciation to our Sangha circle. You may feel even your heart beating a little bit. Okay. The next move, we're going to go again a little bit forward on your chair. It facilitates. And then we're going to now go for the legs a little bit. Okay. So please, if that doesn't serve you in any way, you can always imagine you are doing it. It's just like a meditation. If the legs... The, to the feels a bit sore or any any kind of limitation, please do not force, do not allow yourself just to enter that space of acceptance. And now doing better for you. So what we're going to do next is we're going to lift the right knee and release the right foot down. It's just a movement of lifting; doesn't need to be super high, just as much as suitable for you. Lift your left knee and release it down. Make sure that this movement is coming from your core, the belly center. So relax your arms, your hands. When you inhale, lift your right knee. Slowly exhale the right leg, right foot down. Okay, prepare. Inhale, left knee up. Exhale, left foot down. Let's do a few more. Inhale, right knee up. Exhale, right foot down. Very good. Let's do one, two more. One more. Let's do left knee up. Feel the whole body as you do the movement. Exhale, left foot down. Let's do one more full, right and left. Inhale, right knee up. Exhale, right foot down. Whole body awareness. Inhale, left knee up. Exhale, left 
to put down. Okay, just pay attention to your whole self, body, mind, breath. Soften belly, soften shoulders, noticing what's coming up for you, being aware of the body, breath. Like to demonstrate our next move. It's called the salutations, but sitting down. We're gonna do inhale, we're gonna open the arms above the head, if possible, look up. Hands together, exhale. Hands in front of the heart, slowly. And then we release. So it's a circle like this. I'm gonna inhale, and I'm gonna exhale. That's it. Okay, let's do three times. Open for the breath. Center yourself and find the breath. I'm gonna just check the time, okay. Now, feet on the ground, spine straight, connecting with yourself. When you're ready, inhale, open your arms, out, both. Doesn't matter how far up it goes, just go as, as comfortable. Palms touching. And then when you exhale, you bring the palms together, down and slowly, 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 come through the heart and then down to the thighs. Pause. Inhale again, arms out, slowly feel the shoulders, and then hands touch on the top, and then slowly hands together, coming from the center, down, down. When you are ready, do it again. Doing your own pace, lifting the arms slowly, like they are wings, and you are just Allowing the wings to move in a gentle way. Hands together. Hands to the heart. Slowly, no rush. Find your own pace. Let's do two more in your own rhythm. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to do with you. Arms like wings. Breathing. Stay connected with the feet. One more. Arms out. Breathing. Receiving this moment, this, this very moment. Hands coming down. This time when your hands come down to your thighs, close your eyes again. Appreciation for this breath, this moment. Together in sound. Allow the toes to spread, your fingers to spread, the lengthening of your spine. Just relaxing to the center of your body. I'd like to offer just one more movement before we close, which is. If you can, spread your legs, of the, your feet wider than the hips. And then what we're going to do is we're going to lean forward. It doesn't matter to be too further down. If you can, go just a tiny bit. If you go a tiny bit or any bit, you want to shoulders back. You want to just feel that mm. you are not collapsed, but you are just allowing your body to bend forward. Those of you that would like to go a little further more, you can lean 
with your elbows. Now lengthen your spine, shoulders back, and feel this forward bending on a chair. Just forward bending. Your feet are supporting you. Your legs are supporting you. Your arms. You are supported. Let, let, lengthening the neck. Find the breath. And then very gentle. When you come up, please use your legs. And allow yourself to press down to come back up. Very good. When you come bow back up, bring your feet hip distance again. And we're going to straight the leg, the right leg, flex your right foot. So flexing is just moving your toes towards your knee and your heel pressing forward. And feel the stretch in the right leg. Some of you maintain that position. Some of you may want to slide your right hand down the knee, maybe, maybe down the shin, maybe as far as you can comfortably go. Some of you may touch the toes. Doesn't matter at all. And then we come back up. Inhale. And bend your right knee. Exhale. Second side. Left leg straight. Flex the foot. For some of you, maybe this is enough right here. And I love just being like this. I do this a lot in my in, in my day in, in my during the day. I stretch my leg. That that simple stretch is so Beneficial. You don't need to lean forward if that is too much. So honor where you are at. Some of you may want to go down to the knee a little bit. Or the half of the thigh, too. Some of you may go find out where is your comfortable, healing, beautiful moment. Maybe you touch the toes, maybe not. It doesn't matter. I said that already. So just a moment there. And then... Let's come back. When you come back again, you press on your leg to lift your spine, bend both knees, lengthen the spine. Close your eyes, please. Take a few breaths here. Just appreciation, gratitude, body, mind, your spirit, your awareness. It's always coming back to that place of acceptance, meditation, space, space. Notice your heart. Jaw relaxed, thumb relaxed. Eyes relaxed. Close your eyes for a moment. Soften your belly. You did quite a bit. Feel the back of your body, front of your body, sides of your body. Spread your toes, let the energy of the earth enter. The beautiful earth. earth. Feel that energy up the legs, up the hips, up the torso, out into your arms, the neck. And then it goes all the way to your head, the energy of the earth. Open the top of the head. The energy of the universe coming down, showering us with peace, harmony, strength, clarity, joy. And the whole energy of the earth, the, the universe begins to put down, down to the head, the neck, 
shoulders out to the arms and the hands, and then back into the torso, down the hips, down the thighs, knees, lower legs, feet. So both energies, universal energy and the earth's energy are in you right now. Mingled appreciation. You're mingled in creating in you peace, more peace, more vision, more willingness to be present. So we pause. Deep gratitude for our summer, for each other, for ourselves. We bow to each other. Namaste. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Racharu. That was beautiful. So, Fiona, well, um, I want to first say um, I'm in a new place with a very unreliable um, connection, and I've dropped a few times, so. Um, what I want to do, because I don't know how long <laughs> I'll be connected. Um, I wanted to share, I thought David's uh, reflections today on this inner light, dependent beauty inside that we can turn to, open up to as refuge. And uh, this beautiful body uh, movement we've just done to sort of return to the body, you know, in a sense, quieting the mind, is uh, that uh, today, this evening, will be the, uh, I don't know exact time or whatever, but uh, we're entering the uh, winter solstice. And uh, this has been a very special time in the past few years for me as I pulled away from um, a lot of the holiday uh, extravaganzas, uh, solstice felt very important. It was felt across cultural and um, spiritual traditions. It's here, it's nature. In the Northern Hemisphere, this is turning, you know, acknowledging um, the dark, the shortest day of the year, the darkness, the beauty of that quiet time. I am, um, as a gardener, I, uh, and I'm in California. We don't have a deep, deep winter, but um, things, nature slows down. And in that winter, in California anyway, it is our dormant time. But during that time, it's when the roots have a chance to deepen and expand that 
in the earth. There's not all this energy out. It's pulled in and it's going into roots. And I, I feel that's a call to our own practice. What is this? What are the roots in us? What is, what is needing to rest and be quiet and be cultivated now? And um, I did find a few beautiful poems this morning. I, I do love poetry. Um, and I think what I'll do maybe is uh, maybe read one, hope I don't get disconnected, uh, and then send them to you. But I would like for you maybe to go back into your groups and really rest in the quiet with each other and maybe share how you or we cultivate this quiet within when our culture outside wants to keep us pulled out and attracted and, and engaged, how to renew, how to touch into something that's going to continually and be able to support and renew a deeper engagement in life. So there was this one, I've seen this uh, poem. It's beautiful. Uh, I'm going to maybe just forward this uh, collection of solstice poems to you later today because there's some reflections after the poetry. I'll read you this very short one from Wendell Berry. To know the dark. To go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. To know the dark. To go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. And then uh, this woman, Nadia Colburn, her, her reflections on this is, in our mechanized world in which we can turn the lights on at all hours, we can forget the sweetness of the dark itself, its calm, wisdom, and mystery. To know the dark reminds us to listen also to what the dark has to teach us. So maybe with just these few minutes, although it's brief time, I think it'd be lovely to go back into your small groups and just share um, maybe a little bit of, of how you touch into that quiet darkness that the nature is telling us now. This is the time. This is the time. Okay, David. We don't have much time, but it'd be nice for people to connect. Yeah.
Are you seeing a join button, Gail? There's, there should be a join thing to click on, Gail, if you, you see one there. Can't hear you. You got to unmute. I don't see one either. Okay, I'll I'll uh, assign you. Um. Oh, huh. Having a hard time uh, with this. Um. Well, maybe we can have our own group. <laughs> what what uh yeah how did those poems land on you june nice to meet you <laughs> yeah yeah i love the poem um yeah i used to stay away from darkness and i don't like darkness I love energy. So from the poem, I see that uh, there are many shades of darkness. So it's it's worth exploring. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Gail? Got to unmute Gail. I'm unmuted. Yeah, now you're not. Now you're loud and clear. Can you hear me now? Yes. Um, well, sometimes I imagine, as I am now, uh, a dark pool at my center going down, down, down. Uh, and and from the bottom I can see the reflection of the moon <sighs> I can see the moon up there and I can see the reflection in the water I was struck the first time I read this poem a while back. The the idea of the dark blooms and has wings. It's like um, there's life. You know, you want to think light and dark, good and bad, it's all, and and that it's not. It's not. And there's so much in reflection, reflecting back and forth to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
even the word respect, when we respect another oh. person, it feels like we're re reflecting mm -hmm. to nature back to, to both of us. <laughs> I think the other part for me is darkness sort of is not knowing and to maybe trust not knowing. You know, mm -hmm. not that everything isn't clear and apparent. How to trust that and to and to trust that there's something that will bloom or or rise out of that, you know, that it's to trust it. I'm just enjoying sitting with you. <laughs> yes, it was beautiful. Since we have the poet here, could we? Could you read it again, the Wendell Berry one? Yeah. To know the dark, to go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. I'm just aware that there's always light. I should bring them back now. Yeah. Fiona, did you say dark feet and dark wings? Yes, yes. F-E-E-T? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you like to do the dedication? Mm -hmm. Okay. You'll have to unmute Fiona when it's time. David, do we have time for people to share, or how uh, how do you want to manage the meeting now? Oh, well, um, it's one o'clock. Um, if people want to share, I think it's always a gift. Yeah. So maybe do, maybe do a dedication, and then if people want to hang on and share, or yes, how does that sound? Yeah.
So this blessing of our being together, sharing the truth and the teaching on inner light and the trusting our deepest place inside, trusting the teaching, trusting this body, trusting nature. May we hold this trust in our hearts and share it as we move out into the day and this time, our confidence in the goodness deep inside each of us and those that we meet. May we share this time and our wisdom with all those near and far. Be well. Great. Thank you. And uh, so Fiona and I are going to hang on for a few minutes. If some of you would like to hang out and just talk about what you shared in your small group. But anyhow, it's been great to be together today. And whoever would like to leave, please go ahead. And whoever would like to stay, please do. Fiona, you want to initiate the share? I will. Oh, please. Anyone, uh, please just share with others if there was something that felt uh, of deep value or whatever. It, it's always a beautiful gift to everyone. So, Marianne. Um, I have found myself relating to nature at this time of year of darkness in Seattle. Um, and just knowing that it is time to renew the roots, pull in to study the Dharma, to meditate. Um, it's, it's a seasonal thing to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We can go next. I enjoy this time of the year when it gets dark so early. I'm in California. I know some of you live somewhere else. And um, I have this Christmas seasons. I've make, made it a point to be quiet and not to get so busy and 